Hello, welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. Hello, base campers. I hope you're all doing well. Today, we have a short format fire starter for your enjoyment, and we have a number of interesting interviews coming up, including one with a renowned climatologist who is going to help us make sense of exactly what's going on out here. Uh, How are you all holding up? I did a a recent podcast episode with Roy Holman from Truthful Warrior Podcast. I can include that in the episode notes if you'd like to click on that for a longer listen this week. Roy and I talk about keeping your optimism during an information war, among other things. I really like Roy's unassuming but insightful and truthful style. We see eye to eye on a bunch of different things. So go check that out if you're able to. Well, today I have some memes and a short clip from Bill Maher, so all in all, just a few minutes of content. Let's kick it off with some memes that I've collected in the recent days and weeks. There's some pretty good ones in here. Uh, Lauren Chen says, quote, I don't trust people that trust the government. They're the ones who will happily turn on their neighbors if it's what the people in charge tell them to do, unquote. Very true. And gun control and anti-freedom advocate David Hogg says, quote, remind me how many AR-15s did Jesus own, unquote, in which Britain Wolf simply replies, quote, not enough to avoid being murdered by his own government, unquote. Oh, man, that's a classic comeback. And the late great football coach, ex-Wazoo uh, coach Mike Leach says, quote, everybody is offended by everything. I'm offended by people who get offended by everything, unquote. Well said, coach. And Jason Andrews, who says, quote, the Democrat Party is America's ex-wife, unquote. I think I've done that one before, but it's just too good and captures so much in one sentence, doesn't it? And Blair White, he has one. He says, quote, no one had an issue with drag shows until you involved kids. No one had an issue with sex changes until you involved kids. It's not about LGBTQ rights. It's about children's rights, unquote. And there's a great meme with an elephant lying on a hospital floor that simply says, huge elephant in room dies suddenly. That one packs a punch. And here's a good one from Seth Dillon, who skewers the Marxist narrative. He says, quote, mowing your lawn is racist. Working out is racist. Math is racist. Not wearing a mask is racist. Hard work is racist. Grammar is racist. Highways are racist. America is racist. Not hating yourself is racist. Treating skin color is more important than anything else? Not racist, unquote. Well said, sir. And Edward Dowd reports that, quote, from February 2021 to March 2022, millennials experienced the equivalent of a Vietnam War with more than 60,000 excess deaths, unquote. Wow, that is a lot of very young people over the standard deviation. What could possibly be causing this? Cough, cough. And David Vance says, quote, remember when we told you that COVID was a scam and the vaccines were a danger? Well, we were right. Now we're telling you Ukraine is a gigantic scam, that the World Economic Forum is a menace to humanity, and that climate change is a power grab. Pay attention, unquote. I'm not going to argue with any of that, buddy. 
And here's one, quote, CDC identifies possible safety concerns for people receiving COVID vaccines, unquote. Oh, man. If only there was an entire community of people pointing this out two years ago, right? And one from the Republican Post on IG, they say, quote, they somehow managed to demonize coughs, sniffles, and having no symptoms at all, but normalize strokes, blood clots, myocarditis, neurological disorders, and died suddenly, unquote. And there's one from Sonia Poulton who says, quote, COVID-19 has created a crisis of confidence for me regarding doctors and nurses. If I, with no medical background, was able to, to discern problems with the experimental jab, why weren't they? So few have been prepared to break rank and speak out. How can we trust those who remain silent? Unquote. Well, we don't trust them, Sonia. There were too many that knew and didn't speak out. Oh, and for all of you out there still wearing masks, I have no idea what you're thinking. Uh, Kanakoa the Great posted a link to a meta-analysis of 78 randomized controlled trials featuring over 600,000 participants and found that masks make quote-unquote little to no difference in preventing COVID-19. Can you just take those ridiculous things off your faces already? Fucking live a little, man. And Edward Snowden says, quote, the whole system revolves around the idea that the majority can be made to believe anything so long as it is repeated loudly and often and it works, unquote. Yes, it does, Ed. Yes, it does. And here's one from Newsbreak who shared this meme with us. They say, quote, protect Ukraine's borders equals good. Protect America's borders, bad. Nationalism for Ukraine? Good. Nationalism for America? Bad. Guns for Ukrainians? Good. Guns for Americans? Bad. I'm learning so much, unquote. Thanks for that news break. And we have a clip coming up here from Bill Maher, who, in my opinion, is red-pilling the shit out of the left, who have come to rely on him for years to skewer conservatives and their viewpoints. And now they find themselves at the receiving end of his sword. Yes, there is some sweetness to this. And finally, new rule, if you're part of today's woke revolution, you need to study the part of revolutions where they spin out of control because the revolutionaries get so drunk on their own purifying elixir, they imagine they can reinvent the very nature of human beings. <clears throat> communists, communists thought selfishness, selfishness could be cast out of human nature. Russian revolutionaries spoke of the new Soviet man who wasn't motivated by self-interest, but instead wanted to be part of a collective. No, it turns out he wanted to be on a yacht in a Gucci tracksuit holding a vodka and a prostitute. <laughs> Not standing in line all day for a potato. The problem with communism and with some very recent ideologies here at home is that they think you can change reality by screaming at it, that you can bend human nature by holding your breath. But that's the difference between reality and your mommy. <laughs> Lincoln once said that you can repeal all past history, but you still cannot repeal human nature. But he's canceled now, so fuck him. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. 
Yesterday, I asked ChatGPT, are there any similarities between today's woke revolution and Chairman Mao's cultural revolution of the 1960s? And it wrote back, how long do you have? <laughs> because, again, in China, we saw how a revolutionary thought he could do a page one rewrite of humans. Mao ordered his citizens to throw off the four olds, old thinking, old culture, old customs, and old habits. So um, your whole life went in the garbage overnight, no biggie. And those who resisted were attacked by an army of purifiers called the Red Guard who went around the country putting dunce caps on people. Yeah, who didn't take to being a new kind of mortal being. A lot of pointing and shaming went on. Oh, and about a million dead. And the only way to survive was to plead insanity for the crime of being insufficiently radical, then apologize and thank the state for the chance to see what a piece of shit you are. And of course, submit to re-education, or as we call it here in America, freshman orientation. <laughs> Listen to this story. There's a law professor at the University of Illinois, Chicago, named Jason Kilborn, whose crime was that on one of his exams, he used a hypothetical case where a black female worker sued her employer for race and gender discrimination, alleging that managers had called her two slur words, the type of real-world case these students might one day confront. And knowing the extreme sensitivity of today's students, he didn't write the two taboo words on the test, just the first letter of each. He was teaching his students how to fight racism in the place where it matters most, the criminal justice system. But because he merely alluded to those words, again, in the service of a good cause, he was banned from campus, placed on indefinite leave, and made to wear the dunce cap. <laughs> No, not really the dunce cap part, but, but our American version of that. Eight weeks of sensitivity training, weekly 90-minute sessions with a diversity trainer, and having to write five self-reflection papers. A grown-ass man, a liberal law professor. If you can't see the similarities between that and this, the person who need, needs re-education is you. Yes, we, we do have our own Red Guard here, but they do their rampaging on Twitter. Here's a cute example from a couple of years ago. The banjo player <laughs> from Mumford & Sons tweeted that he liked a book, a book that apparently had not been approved by the revolution. So, of course, he had to delete the tweet, then take time away from the band. Oh, my God, you mean this could have affected Mumford & Sons? And then the cringing apology, I have come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed. Pain? From a book? Unless he hit the drummer over the head with it. <laughs> what happened to, I can read whatever the fuck I want? Don't worry, I'm a musician. It won't happen again.
There was once a very different musician named John Lennon who wrote a song called Revolution. And people who didn't really listen to it thought it was a rah-rah call for revolution. No, it was the opposite. The lyrics are, you say you want a revolution? Well, you know, we all want to change the world. But if you go carrying pictures of Chairman Mao, you ain't going to make it with anybody anyhow. There's a guy who understood how good intentions can turn into the insane arrogance of thinking your revolution is so fucking awesome and your generation is so mind-bendingly improved that you have bequeathed the world with a new kind of human. You're welcome. <laughs> with communists, that human was no longer selfish. In America today, that human is no longer born male or female. <laughs> and obesity is not something that affects health. You can be healthy at any size. Really, we voted on it. <laughs> a formerly serious magazine last year published with a straight face an article called Separating Sports by Sex Doesn't Make Sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> Because, again, we haven't reinvented Homo sapiens since Crystal Pepsi came out. I've spent three decades on TV mocking Republicans who said climate change was just a theory. And now I've got to deal with people who say, you know what else is just a theory? Biology. Oh, I hope you enjoyed that. We'll get to the climate crisis soon enough. And that's it for today, base campers. Keep preparing yourself for the next chapters in your hero's journeys. Choose truth, choose courage, choose love, and never forget that humans are an amazing tribe, never more so than when we have each other's backs. See you around the fire next week, warriors. If you find value in our show and wish to show us some love, we are now making that very easy to do. You simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on Donate Support Basecamp. You'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as $5 a month, or you can donate just once. We love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months, but any show of support is greatly appreciated, honestly. Thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Men, good luck in all your endeavors and good luck on your hero's journey. This is Tony Rezac and you're listening to Basecamp for Men.